welcome back to another series of comedy whodunits for your ears. I'm Heather. And I'm Ferg. And we are New Old Friends. And we're very excited to share with you the latest adventure of the P-Pink Detective Agency, Crimes on Centre Court. This series is supported by Arts Council England, and because of that, it is our most ambitious yet. Yes, thank you, Arts Council. It's particularly ambitious with the sound and music which has been created by the wonder that is Fred Riding. You might be able to hear him on occasion this time out. Oh, keep your ears peeled for Fred. Anyway, enough prattling from us. I like prattling. We all like prattling, Heather, but we've got a story to tell. Ah, yes. Do enjoy episode one of Crimes on Centre Court. Don't forget to tell your friends and leave us an iTunes review. Here we go. Let us transport you to courts one and two in the middle of June summer sun. Where a tournament's raging, rallies they're exchanging, prizes to be won. A champion will emerge behind a thunderous serve. But keep your eyes peeled for a player you might know. There'll be smashes and slips, strawberries artfully dipped in cream and red rouge lips. Oh, what a fine sight, players dressed in tight whites with shorts that only just fit. In a blink of an eye, smashes of ollies will fly, games one to love. It all looks like clockwork and lovely green patchwork when viewed from above. If you know this show's history, it's a murder mystery. Someone's ending up dead. Mmm, delicious. Oh, good serve. <laughs> well played, Digby. I say, Notter, do you mind if we just pause a moment so I can have a little chinwag with his lordship? This is okay, Ivan. Duh, but while he wags chin, you stretch shins. My shins? Oh. Do it, Notter. Mr. Digby, you may go. Awfully good of you. Shan't be a mare. Hello, Lord Nose. How goes it? Mustn't grumble, Digby. Mustn't grumble. You needn't stop practice on my account. But char, pass up a chance to catch up with the head honcho of the whole shebang. I say again, char. Good air. You're not worried that training with a woman might dull your edge, Fred. You're our big hope for a British champion this year. Don't you worry, Your Lordship. I'm in tip-top condition. She's some rising Russian star, and I'm just doing her coach a favour. He's an imposing sort, and I rather felt doing as he asked was the best option. Yes, I know Ivan. Caused an awful stink about the regulations. Wanted to bring some ball-firing contraption with him, but I said, rules are rules. He wasn't happy. Well, you can't please everyone, can you? It's because he wasn't allowed his machine that he's wrote me in. Paying me well for the privilege, too. I should get back. Absolutely. What's her name again? Not a damn clue. How can you not know? What? Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, Your Lordship. That's her name. Not a Zoya damn clue. <laughs> what a confusing name. You're right. Enjoy your strawberries, Lord knows. I always do. Particularly good this year. Especially with a little brandy mixed in with the cream. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
Eh, Lord knows. How are you? Mustn't grumble, Wendy. Mustn't grumble. Phew. Knee's playing up a bit. The guttering is leaking at the cottage. And Wayne's clothes only get more expensive. But, you know, mustn't grumble. Quite. How are preparations going for the, um, tournament? Everything is on track, Your Lordship. We've got a good crop of players from all over. This year's Wimbledon International Invitational Championship should be one to remember. Good. Young Wayne is going to be a bore boy this year. Is he indeed? Very, very good. Yes, sir. He's very excited to continue the legacy. We Weavers have been involved in the tournament since it started. Oh, yes, I, I'm, I'm well aware, Wendy. If you look back at the records of the inaugural championship, you'll see my great-grandfather's name down as a line judge, and every generation since has volunteered. Absolutely. Very, very noble. Noble. Wouldn't be a Wombledon without Weavers, would it, Wendy? No, sir. A weaverless Wombledon would wound, Wendy. Wound? Why? Why would one wish a Wombledon without Weaver, hmm? What wager would we win? Why, we would weep, wail, and wish we were whist whizzing westward with wagons waiting and wine aplenty. Why? Why? Um, yes, sir. Are you feeling okay, sir? What? Who? Where? Sir? Lord knows. <laughs> Lord knows. Right, yeah, okay, so, uh, you know, uh, that's a moment's silence for Daddy, yeah? Yeah, all done? Was that, you know, uh, all kosher, Wendy? I just can't believe he's gone. It's all right, Mum. No, Wayne, it's not all right. I don't know when it will be all right again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do have to, you know, though, crack on. Uh, need to work on the press announcement? Uh, you know, I'll start by saying a big shock to us all. All due respect, it's not that big a shock now, is it? I mean, I'm old, but he was 92. Right, yeah, that's true. Not a big shock, I suppose. A, a shock, then. He drank like a fish, too. Not healthy, that. He did. I told him not to, but he did. Sure, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Not a shock at all when you consider that. If anything, it's amazing he lasted as long as he did, considering his general health. Uh-huh. So I'll start by saying we're not shocked by his death, but we are shocked that he made it to 92. That's not a nice thing to say, Hugh. Come on, lad. I can't be having you saying that about my best friend. Totally. Yeah, no, exactly right. Wrong. That was wrong. So, uh, what should I say then? Say what you feel, Hugh. Mm-hmm. Say what I feel. Good advice. Not exactly sure that's what we want here, though. You're not sure, Hugh Boyo? Yeah, that's fair. You definitely could say that I'm not sure. About saying what you feel? Yeah, yeah, you've hit the nail squarely on the head there, Mr Owens. Call me Owen, please. Right, yeah, of course. Thank you, Mr Owens. Owen. Owen Owens. Yes. Anyway, uh, it's fair to say I'm feeling, you know, a bit... Um... Yes, dear. Well, you know, I'm feeling, um... What, dear? What are you feeling? OK, look, truth be told, I don't really feel much of anything except a bit bloody annoyed I've had to rush back here away from the tables and girls of Monte Carlo because Daddy popped his bloody clogs right before his beloved tournament, if you must know. Well, I wouldn't say that, lad. No, definitely don't say that, dear. That may 
makes you sound like a right cold knob. That does. Wayne. No, leave him be. It's absolutely correct, Mrs Weaver. A right cold knob is how I sound. You're probably still in shock, Hugh. It definitely wasn't a shock. Thank you, Owen. I just mean losing your father is always a shock, even if he is very old. With all manner of ailments. Yes, even then. And was pickled like a herring from dusk till dawn. Mr Owen. Right you are. You're still coming to terms with it, Hugh. Right, yeah. I don't think that's actually it, Mrs Weaver. The thing you have to remember is, you know, I I didn't actually know him very well at all. He was your dad, lad. Was he a bad dad? He was the only dad you had. He wasn't a bad dad, and I'm a cad for only being a tad sad, but it's not like I'm glad. <clears throat> you have to remember, I was at boarding school from the age of six, yeah? Looked after by the nanny before that, and, you know, haven't spent more than an afternoon with him in any year since. I can understand that. Can't have been easy. Thank you both. But look, you know, I uh, still want to honour his memory and get this announcement right. Will you both help me? Of course we will, Hugh. Absolutely, boyo. Hang on a tick. Wayne, of course we're going to help him. Yeah, of course. But I was just thinking we shouldn't still be calling him Hugh, should we? Well, it's better than right cold knob, young Master Weaver. What are you talking about, Wayne? What else would we call him? Lord knows. Exactly. There is nothing, is there? There is. What? Lord knows. Wayne, stop mucking about. You're embarrassing me in front of... Oh, I see. There you go. What? Oh, I see. Right. Is it just me, then? Your Lord knows now, Your Lordship. Am I? Right. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I am. Very good. Right. Do I need to, um, do anything? Nothing at all, your lordship. Right. Well, well, suddenly looking at my draft announcement for the death of Lord Nose makes me feel a bit funny, you know? But that was the old Lord Nose, sir. The old drunk Lord Nose. Owen. Right. And I'm the new Lord Nose. Exactly. I think I could do with a drink. Love, 50, love, 30, love, 40, love, game, love, 15, love, 30, love, 40, love, game, love, 15, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. The game is afoot, where are we? What have we seen? Death has touched this little of green. Lord knows is gone, now Lord knows is back. Who knows if you know to save from attack? Love, 50, love, 30, love, 40, love, game, love, 50, love, 30, love, 40, love, game, love, 50, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. The game is afoot. You know, who knows. You knows, he knows. Who's Lord knows? You knows. You knows, he knows. You knows. Love, 15, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. Good luck to you, you. So, in conclusion, uh, while we were perhaps not shocked by the death of my father, uh, myself and <clears throat> uh, uh, everyone here at the uh, Wimbledon International Invitational are, you know, saddened by his loss. Thank you. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, okay, you. Thank you, your lordship. Erica Wise reporting for the morning Senate. Firstly, I'd like to offer the condolences of every one of my paper and all our readers. What for? Oh, right, yeah, my father, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Erica. May I ask a question, your lordship? Absolutely. Fire away. 
Given the death of your father, Lord knows, Lord knows, will the Wimbledon International Invitational Tournament be going ahead this year? And if so, who will be the chairman? Oh, right. Um... Perhaps I can help you, Lordship. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll hand over to Wendy Weaver, a uh, long-time trustee here at Wimbledon and a close personal friend of my father. Thank you for the question, Erica. It is one we've been considering deeply over the last 24 hours. The truth is, we are torn. On the one hand, we want to show the utmost respect for our departed chairman, but on the other hand, we know how important the playing of the tournament was to him and how saddened he'd be if it didn't go ahead. And on the other hand... How many hands has she got? And on the other hand, we have to be mindful of the time and the efforts the players have put in in preparing for the championship and arriving in peak physical condition for the fortnight of play. Finally... This will no doubt be on a fourth hand, will it? Finally, we have to consider the effect cancellation will have on the finances of this great club. This most revered home of tennis, which I and my family have proudly served for generations... Without the revenues from the Invitational, the club would face a very uncertain future. I hope that answers your question, Erica. I don't think it does. Perhaps I can help. Uh, Owen Owens, also a trustee, close friend of Lord Knows, the dead one, and head umpire here at Wombledon. Thank you, Mr Owens. Can you clarify whether or not the tournament will proceed? Well, I think it's important we hear from the players, like Mrs Weaver was saying around about uh, hand three, I think it was. So uh, I've arranged for true legend of the game to join us. Please, welcome the five-time Wimbledon champion and undisputed world number one, the Swedish shotsmith herself, Ingrid Ergutsen. Thank you for joining us, Miss Ergutsen. What are your thoughts on the situation? I am thinking it's best for the players to be playing the tennis at the tennis club at the tennis tournament. If the players can't be playing, what do we call ourselves? Just us? This is not making any sense. I am thanking you. Well, uh, there you go. When Ingrid Ergotson talks, the tennis world listens. <clears throat> Indeed, Mr Owens. But what did she say? Um, I'm pretty sure that last bit was a thank you. Look, I think I speak for the press here when I say we're all deeply saddened by the death of Lord Knows. But what we really want to know is whether there will be a Wimbledon tournament this year and who will be taking over the running of the club. Right, yeah, of course, yeah, I hear you, you know. And the answer is definitely, you know, an answer. It's important we give you an answer because you need one and we have one to give you. So there you have it because you need it and want it and we want you to have that and need that and want it too, you know? So I think that's pretty clear what we're saying here. I'm afraid it isn't your lordship. Yes or no? Is the tournament on? Do we let them play, Owen? Wendy? I think it's what he would have wanted. Who? Lord knows. Your father. Right. Yeah, so the to- Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, so the tournament is on and I'll be returning to England full-time to lead the club. What? You're right. It's what Daddy would have wanted. But you're taking over the club. What about Monte Carlo? Yeah, well, you know, I think maybe the time has come for me to settle down here, you know. Plus, that Ingrid was a bit of tip-top totty. If all the players look like that, I can see why Daddy loved it here so much. Oh my gosh, these are quite amazing scenes. A section of the roofing beam has just dislodged itself and plummeted down, missing Hugh. The new Lord knows by millimetres. If he'd been sat just slightly to the left or the beam had fallen slightly to the right, we would have seen the second death of a Lord knows in less than 48 hours. As it is, all appear to be emerging unscathed from this horrible, horrible accident. Erica Wise reporting for the Morley Stennett.
And that is, you know, uh, why I'm here. The newly minted Lord Nose finished telling Perry and I his tale and sat back in the chair, put his hands behind his head and puffed out his ruddy cheeks with a sigh. I'd listened carefully to everything he'd said, from the death of his father, through him wrenching himself away from the casinos of Monte Carlo and their many delights, and finally his lucky escape at the press conference. It was an interesting story, but I couldn't quite see where the P-Pink detective agency came in. I told him so. Well, thank you for visiting us, Your Lordship. You've had quite an eventful few days. What exactly is it you're hoping the PPDA can help you with? Uh, isn't it obvious? The young lord looked bewildered, his emerald eyes flickering from me to Perry with his arms outstretched. I'm afraid it isn't. If it was, Penny wouldn't have asked. She's pretty bright, is our Penny girl. Sometimes I have to wear sunglasses. Because she's so bright? Well, more because of the sun, actually. I don't know why I just said that. Anyway, Your Lordship, how is it we can help? Right, well, yeah, OK. Um, well, I think Daddy was killed, and I think that beam was supposed to kill me. What? Why? Well, I don't know why. That's sort of what, you know, I was hoping I could hire you to find out. And that is how me and Perry ended up finding ourselves at the centre of the crimes on Centre Court. Well, there we go. We are off and running. Absolutely. Now, this series is going to be daily, so the next episode will be ready to listen to tomorrow. Unless you're listening to this on Wednesday, in which case it was out yesterday. Oh, good point. Yeah. And if you're really far in the future, it was out ages ago. Ages ago. What took you so long? Where have you been? Anyway, see you tomorrow. Have a lovely evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Crimes on Centre Court is part of Comedy Who Done It's For Your Ears, a New Old Friends production. This series is made possible by the support of Arts Council England. It was written by Fergus Woods Donald with sound and music from Fred Riding and featured the voices of Fergus Woods Donald, Fred Riding and Heather Westwell. If you would like to learn more about the company, including dates for live theatre shows, visit newoldfriends.co.uk.